passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Pro and college basketball, the big tournaments coming up, UFC, MMA, and a lot more. You'll always get the latest odds, team matchup information, player news, and game trends right there at Bet Online. They have live betting options, free contests, live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. This is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. So get over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and get your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use this promo code. Believe to receive your rewards. That's just type in B L E A V, B L E A V to get your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Welcome to the Kingdom of Pod. Jeff Caves here in Flower Mound, Texas. Talking about Boise State basketball and football, is Boise becoming more of a basketball town than it was? And how does it compare to football? And first, what about rivalries and how rivalries may be holding back? Group of five football. Let's get into that issue. I was listening to a podcast, a media sports media podcast, and then uh, reading Dennis Dodd. And the CBS columnist was quoting an ESPN television executive who was talking about the challenges facing uh, college football in getting maximum amount of dollars out of television partners or streaming partners or however we want to classify that. The Executive is Burke Magnus. He's now the president of programming and original content for ESPN. He's been involved in college football and college athletics and putting all these deals together for up to 26 years. So I think he knows what he's talking about. Here's exactly uh, what he said when he was on the Marshawn and All Round uh, Sports Media podcast. The amount of time that we spend thinking about market size we as television executives or anybody concerned about getting more money out of TV partners for their conference pales in comparison to the amount of time we think about rivalries. In college sports, it's the rivalries. It's the traditions. It's the brands that really aggregate audience. So translated, let's just bring it home for Boise State. They're talking about playing important games against opponents that people want to see immediately. One of the things that attracted the folks from the Big Ten to the Pac-12s, UCLA and USC, was not only the Los Angeles market, California, the national footprint those two schools have, as Magnus just said, let's put that aside for a moment, the whole market size comparison. And let's talk about rivalries, because when we say 
in basketball, you're going to have UCLA, Ohio State, UCLA, Michigan, you know, keep going down UCLA, Indiana, UCLA, Wisconsin. There's instant brand recognition. There's instant interest. If the teams are good, even if they're not, there's going to be people that are still motivated to go back in their memory banks and wow, wow, UCLA, Indiana, oh, those are two great programs. I want to watch that. Uh, and in football, do I have to go any further than both UCLA and USC, but specifically SC, Ohio State, SC, Michigan, great Rose Bowl traditions, unbelievable games, even Wisconsin, uh, Penn State, Michigan State. You know, just stop me when I haven't hit a game that's going to have national interest just because they're playing each other. And if their records are better uh, when they're nationally ranked, that's even going to sort of put some cherries on top. How does that all relate, though, to how Boise State and other group of five schools can make themselves more marketable to television folks or broadcasters or streamers? Let's just try to have one term for anybody that wants to make money off of putting up a college football game, either on a stream or on a television broadcast. And how can they make more money? Now let's forget about Houston and BYU and, and Cincinnati and UCF. They're gone. They're no longer group of five programs. And I don't think they got to the big 12 per se because of the rivalries that those schools have. So that's not a great example. In that case, is it? But you could argue they're going to create some new rivalries. You could argue it doesn't hurt. And you can argue that maybe they could have worked at it and it would have happened for them sooner. Because as I look down the group of five and the, the traditions that are out there right now and the geography that Magnus is talking about, SCUCLA, Washington, Washington State, Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama, Auburn, these are traditions and geographical territories that have a proximity to each other. And thus, the interest in programs can at times be 50-50, and there's an argument there to be had. And then on top of that, they're good programs, and so there's there's interest. To, to compare Washington, Washington State against Alabama, Auburn's ridiculous. And there is regional interest in Washington, Washington State. But even nationally, if somebody's going to make a bet or watching a bar or, or just casually watching college football, Washington, Washington State still has some interest to them because they know exactly what they're getting. They know it's important to those two programs. There are other matchups and rivalries to me, like Oregon and Washington, which are a little different. Somehow they're based on some regionalism and or their winning records and tradition of the two schools. That was one particular one, Alabama, Georgia, Penn State, Michigan. There are games that when the records are great, there's huge interest because there's great traditions with those programs that have played in games or have had coaches and or players that we all grew up with, knew about, won Heisman trophies, national championships, and all of that. So I get the Power Five argument for all of this. And I do believe rivalry is a little strong, but matchups, when they looked at USC and UCLA, were highly important. And it does make a ton of sense in football and basketball for those two schools based on the matchups that we just discussed. But how does this apply to the group of five? Tell you about that in a second. How does it apply to Boise State? Listen, uh, you know me, always up for a challenge. And with full spectrum health, I could not only address losing weight, as hopefully if you're watching me here on this YouTube channel, you see I have been getting thinner, but I'm eating a better, more consistently in terms of not eating the wrong things. Sure, everybody screws up once in a while, but maybe I, I trade in fried pork skins uh, in 
and pork fat than potato chips. You know, I get rid of drinking 16 to 24 ounces of milk a day and go down to eight. Uh, I eat more protein, less carbs. I eat more in the morning, less at night. All of this has come from my relationship with full spectrum health. I sleep better. I eat better. I have more energy. I got turned on to cold plunging. I see the benefits of that. My inflammation has decreased. I've stopped drinking other than social occasions now. All right. So I don't even have like a three time a week drinking occasion and maybe once every month that I do that. And all this is attributed to me to full-spectrumhealth.com. You can go there now for yourself under $200. You get an eight week program for yourself and all the tools that you'll need, the diet, the exercise plan. There's an app that goes with all this. So I would look at this as a full reboot, reboot for all of your health full-spectrumhealth.com. Get a free video consultation. Find out for yourself. It'll take you 15 minutes. You can talk to them, see what it's all about. Full-spectrumhealth.com. All right, back here to the Kingdom of Pod and back to this conversation about the group of five and what they can do to help themselves. As I look down the remaining group of five teams in football and I think about the leaders of the group of five and who are their rivalries let me just go down this list, and I want you to visualize for yourself what rivalry comes up for you when you think of Tulane football. When I say Fresno State, who do they want? Who, whose brains do they want to beat in? Coastal Carolina, Memphis, San Diego State. Remember, if I'd have said SC, Notre Dame, Michigan, <laughs> Clemson, the answers to that would have been instantaneous let alone if I get into San Diego State, App State, East Carolina, uh, Texas, San Antonio. It, 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 it doesn't happen. It doesn't compute. There's a lot of reasons why there isn't natural rivalries. They don't have the history. They don't have the tradition. They're regional schools. They're overshadowed by Power 5 uh, schools in their region of the country that take all the attention for the area or pro sports hurts them. So without any of that, I don't see the group of five really in the short term, and I mean short term being the next five years, developing many rivalries. I read that, you know, in the case of Tulane, they have a rivalry with Southern Miss. I'm sure there are people in the state of Louisiana and Mississippi that care about that, but there's not a huge amount of them. You know, Air Force is a little bit of an exception, but really, is Air Force Army, Air Force Navy to the greater population out there as big as army navy i don't think so to them it is and i honor them for that coastal carolina app state or georgia southern <laughs> it's not in our wheelhouse to say hey app state's playing georgia southern let's watch versus hey oregon and oregon state are playing are they any good who cares it's a rivalry game you can throw it all out the window you can't say that about these other matchups. That's not going to change in the short term. So what can happen to somehow push the envelope to have better matchups with these group of five teams? They're going to have to have more flexibility if this is their goal. And to me, group of five schools playing more significant games, garnering more interest from the college football fan is an aggressive, plausible, smart move to generate more interest. Can they set aside one weekend a year where there's flexible scheduling in the preseason? I think you can predict the year before who would be a great matchup coming up in the preseason, an August or early September game, non-conference wise. 
I think there are other non-conference games that you know you could set up now. It wouldn't have been too difficult in 2019 to figure out maybe Central Florida and Boise State should play, right? That wasn't too hard. And I mean now. I mean when they're good, when they have the quarterbacks, the programs. I mean at that particular time. Can you set up and set aside some time in November before the conference championship games and have group of five teams meet each other that have great records but aren't in the same conferences and would help separate who the top group of five school is? Would there be interest nationally? Say I took a look at this and I said, okay, uh, let's look at some of the games. In 2022, just this last season, was there a point where we would have not wanted to see Fresno State and Cincinnati? Maybe. Why not? Is there a point coming up in the kickoff for the 2023 season where there wouldn't be some interest in Boise State and Tulane? Right? Wouldn't that have worked out? You have to have some flexibility. And There are a lot of financial considerations with home games and scheduling and the prestige and recruiting opportunities to beat some power fives. But at what point will the group of five start saying, we got to do something to help ourselves because these other guys don't give a shit about us. All they want to do is make more money for themselves. And ultimately that's going to include not playing group of five schools. So they need to market themselves more aggressively. And I think there needs to be some flexibility. I like some of these games. I think there was a thought that you could have a group of five national championship. You don't have to call it that if you don't want to, because you still want to play for the other one with the extended expanded playoff. I get and see all that. I'm talking about either some preseason flexibility or some flexibility in November, but do something because there are no rivalries with Texas, San Antonio, even Boise state, as we spend more time with that. What's the rivalry with Fresno state. It's a milk can. It's extremely regional. If the records are both nine and one, 10 and 0, 8 and 2, 10 and 0, you know, that kind of a matchup, I think there's more interest. Yes. And there's really some good history between those two schools. There's better history between Boise State, Idaho, and specifically Boise State, Nevada, but there isn't enough competitiveness on the field. And any of the Power Five, Group of Five matchups, like the at one time budding Boise State, Oregon rivalry, Both schools have to have something to lose. And that's not the case when you have a lot of group of fives playing power fives. They got nothing to lose. When Happy State beat Michigan, the hell they have to lose? Nothing. So that's not sustainable because the people that have stuff to lose aren't interested in that. If they're going to lose to somebody that has some cachet and a rivalry and national interest, I think you just found out Michigan would rather lose to Southern Cal than Happy State. Okay, so I think you're going to see less of that. You're Appy State and you're the group of five. You got to find ways to build up the others around you and have just a neck, the next level of interest go from completely local, only Mississippi and uh, Louisiana and pockets of it caring about Tulane against Southern Miss to maybe the next couple of states. And the next level of interest up, whatever that is. And every TV executive knows what that is. I just think there needs to be some cooperation and awareness. And I don't know where that leadership is going to come from. But as more presidents settle down and stay where they're at, as I think higher education's income is declining and more and more people are reevaluating how they spend their money, they're going to look at how they can start building themselves back up. And maybe this is part of the uh, solution. Let me know your thoughts. Text me, email me, put a comment in this video. We've had some great interaction with a lot of you guys, and I want to 
get to some of those questions and answers in future uh, sessions here on the Kingdom of Pot as we look at Boise State football each week. Uh, the, the other thing I found interesting was Leon Rice's comment about the basketball fans at Boise State. And he said, it's starting to really feel like a basketball town and a football town. It's both. And he credited his fans and he identified some friends of his that came from Spokane that had been coming to Leon Rice games for five years and said, this crowd is louder than it's ever been. And I know that there's disappointment that they're still getting 9,300 in a 12,000-seat arena uh, for big games against New Mexico. Uh, But he's talking about passion, interest, and noise in a building. And let's start there. Let's just identify that, all right? That's what he's talking about, that his team gets an emotional edge from that kind of behavior. And the team's record and style of play and stars on the court are creating that kind of interest with fans. I think the students have stepped up now for a few years as they start engaging basketball and where where that sport's going younger and younger while others are getting older and older. There is some that are getting turned off by college football. I have no doubts about that. And Boise State hasn't been to a big bowl game and knocked off the big, you know, the, the big folks since for some of us, the Florida State game was pretty important. If you want to get technical about it, it was a road game. It was a weather game. They were terrible, etc. They did beat Oregon, but you can go all the way back to the Arizona win uh, in the Fiesta Bowl <clears throat> for some of us or some of you and some of the younger folks to really say, well, that's my team. That's my state. That's my school. That's where I'm from. So the basketball team has a long way to go as it relates to on the court, on the field. I looked at the statistics and thought, okay, why is Boise State uh, known nationally as a football town? Well, two BCS bowl game appearances, one college football playoff or New Year's Day six appearance during the college football era. That's one reason. Three losses during the Kellen Moore era. That's another reason, you know, big wins over Virginia Tech and Georgia. Th- those are reasons they beat Washington with the Coach Pete matchup with Harson. The Oregon matchups, there's there's all those. Those signature wins, frankly, nationally, much harder to come by and really haven't. You know, beating Creighton in basketball isn't going to push anybody over the fun uh, uh, meter to the point where they're going down airports, wearing their gear, saying, I'm a Boise State basketball fan. Okay, there's a long way to go there. They've got to win an NCAA tournament game. It's easier to get into the NCAA basketball tournament than getting into a New Year's Day six bowl game. It's easier to win an NCAA basketball game than winning a New Year's Day six bowl game or upcoming a college football playoff game. There's just fewer opportunities to do that in football than in basketball, about 50% fewer opportunities. I looked at, uh, I figured it out. It's like 10% can have an opportunity to uh, get in there and a significant uh, football game, like a New Year's Day six game or the college football playoff. Uh, 20% can make the big dance in basketball. You know, and of course, only half of those 10% of the teams win a game in the NCAA tournament and approximately 5% of all FBS teams will win a uh, college football playoff game. So but we have all these differences in there and that's, that's all fine and good. Uh, I think Leon was just talking about fans, fan interest, fan uh, emotions, um, loudness. And so just take it at that. I do think that progress is being made. I'm not sitting in those stands hearing it, but I can read and I can see, and I know the history of all of this. And uh, this is all positive news going in the right direction. I hope this has been a positive addition of the kingdom of pot. Hope you enjoy it. Pass it along. And 
get over to YouTube and watch this if you'd like, or if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, just search Jeff Gave's YouTube. Uh, you can listen to this. You can subscribe to it, get it in wherever you get your podcast, rate it, review it, pass it along. I appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.